Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Rumours have been rife since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. Added to that, it seems as if every news bulletin is full of doom and gloom. The virus has become an invisible threat and something whose very mention sparks fear. However, we feel it's important to remind you that the majority of people do thankfully recover from COVID-19. We're joined on the line now by Limerick man and friend of the Limerick Today show, Jar McNamara. He has recently recovered from the virus and is going to tell us about his experience. Good morning to you, Jar. Good morning, Joe. How are you? And great that you're in good health for a start. That's the most important thing. Um, when did you first start noticing symptoms and what symptoms were you experiencing? Um, initially, very, very small symptoms, Joe. Like, uh, it, it, was just, it actually started off with just a little bit of a cough. Uh, and that was pretty much it. And then I had received a telephone call from um, the COVID tracing team to say that uh, someone I had been in contact with had tested positive. So they recommended I get a test, so they had organised a, a test for me. And, and that's basically how it started off. And from there, how did it develop? Um, the, initial, the initial test uh, was, was the, the swab on the, on, the, on the cheek, inside the cheek, and um, up through the nostril of the nose, which I have to say was a very unpleasant experience. But... Um, uh, nevertheless, we went ahead and got it done outside in St. Gabriel's. And uh, you were in one of the priority groups, is that right? I was. I have an underlying uh, condition. I'm a diabetic as well, Joe. Type 1 diabetic as well. And um, that kind of sped things up a bit as well. And from almost that night when I got the test, the cough started getting a little bit worse. So I decided at that stage then, um, with my wife and, and two daughters, that I would self-isolate just in case. Now, I didn't think anything was going to come out of it. didn't think it was going to test positive at all. So I decided to test or to self-isolate at that stage then. How did you manage to self-isolate? Can't be easy. Uh, no, not easy at all, uh, Joe. In fact, it's, it's one of the most difficult things I've ever had to, to do in my life. Um, to spend nearly two and a half weeks in one room. Um, I had just taken over the, the bedroom as such. Um, we have we have bedrooms, so we could all go into a separate bedroom each. And um, I basically lived here in the bedroom uh, for almost two and a half weeks. And um, when I tested positive, the, the, getting the actual news of testing positive was was a gut wrenching experience. To be honest, Joe, you know. And how quickly did the results come back, Jar? Uh, pretty quick, in fairness to the HSE, um, back within two days. Um, I remember it distinctly. It was at five o'clock on, on a Thursday to get a phone call from the COVID team to say I, I tested positive. And, and by uh, the way, how did they go about breaking that news to you? Well, the first thing to do is to confirm that you are who you, who you, who you say you are, confirm your name and address, date of birth, blah, blah, blah. And they said, your, your test results have come back and you have tested positive, you know. And it was the biggest shock that I ever got. I honestly didn't think I, I, I was going to have it, you know. And at that stage, were you sicker? A, a little bit, a little bit. Um, the, the, the head pain in the head started started off, but again, I put I just put it down to, you know, just being tired. 
and busy, you know, uh, didn't put it down to anything like that. But, and um, when they told you that you tested positive, did they give you any further advice? Well, they they got uh, health to, to give me a ring of occupational health from the HSE, gave me a ring then, and uh, gave me all the advice of what to do, self-isolate, the whole lot like that, you know. And is the advice any different, really, to the general advice we hear if you think you have it? Was it no, basically no. you were doing the right things anyway? Yeah, basically, yeah. And I, I had started it a couple of days earlier, thankfully, you know. Um, and then I, I progressively started to get, you know, a flu-like symptoms, uh, severe pain in the head, severe pain out through my eyes and stuff like that. Uh, and again, um, I was monitoring, you know, obviously being a diabetic, I was monitoring my blood sugar um, as, as normal as I normally would, you know. And um, were you taking things like paracetamol? Paracetamol, yeah. Paracetamol, paracetamol was the big thing. Um, Norofen Plus. And to take it every four hours, you know. I've done that for a couple of days and I found it helped a lot. Helped a hell of a lot, actually. Um, you had a fever at some stage? I had a fever, yeah. The temperature went to um, about 40 degrees at one stage and again, was monitoring that as well. Um, 40 degrees is, is a scary rise in temperature, you know. But again, the, the, the paracetamol um, had helped that as well. I mean, in a couple of days that had gone back down to normal to 36 degrees, you know. Mm. Um, a sore throat? Sore throat, yeah, the sore throat, the coughing. Um, my voice got very weak as well. Um, but I was still I was still managing to have conversations and stuff like that, but a generally unwell feeling, you know, like like a flu. And what about shortness of breath, Jar? No, I didn't have any of the, the shortness of breath. I had a slight chest pain. Uh, nothing nothing major or anything like that, Joey, no. How bad did it get? Um, from, from, from a medical point of view, um, the, the major thing I had was uh, a pain in the head, extreme pain in the head, you know, uh, and, and, and flu, just like your normal flu that you would go through, you know. But, um, you know so very unpleasant, Jar. Very unpleasant, very unpleasant. And it, it, it was the isolation was the toughest thing, Joe, because as you can imagine, you're inside in the same room, 24-7, um, and that, that was extremely tough. But I still, I was, I was managing to work remotely from home as well, you know. Um, through that? You know, through that, yeah, yeah. I was still managing to work remotely. Uh, I wasn't able to do a hell of a lot because my energy levels were, were just zapped, you know. But still, I found a good, you know, therapy, you know, to kind of walk through to it as such, you know. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, well, as you probably know, join up and sit down. No, I do, but I al- still. I always like to be active, and I, I, I did what I could, you know what I mean? But I knew my limitations as well, because once you get tired, you just have to stop then. But it's, you know, it's, once once you listen and once you're sensible about it, you know, it can, it can be done, you know. We're chatting to Ger McNamara, well known in lots of different circles in Limerick, about uh, coming through COVID 19. So uh, when you see people starting to flout the rules, uh, Jar, and you hear about the frustration that's building up around the restrictions, what would you say to those people? Well, the, the simple thing, Joe, is those, those restrictions um, are in place for a very good reason. And the very good reason is to keep us all alive. And I have to say the government did an exceptional job with restrictions and stuff like It's not nice. Um, I put down two, two and a half weeks, about nearly three weeks. 
Um, but I knew at the end of the day that if I kept myself to myself, um, that everybody in the house, in the in the house here, would be would be okay as well. And actually, my my wife and two daughters were tested as well, obviously, um, at around the same time, and they tested negative. But but the restrictions again, you know, they're there for a good reason, and you know, it, it all boils down to one simple message: if you don't need to go out, you know, don't go out. You know, and we will get through this, you know. And do you think that they're likely to be extended again? Uh, well, currently they're, they're being extended. Um, and again, if people, you know, use their head, use their common sense, uh, social distancing is the big thing. You know, don't go if you don't have to go out. You know, there's a good chance that they may be lifted, you know. And at what point did you feel you were coming out of COVID-19? Um... My, my general energy levels were beginning to build. Um, but I knew, you know, when I, when I got tired, I literally had to stop and then I would be zapped for three or four hours. So I knew eventually I was coming back slowly. Um, my my appetite was always good. You know, I, I constantly drank loads of fluids. Um, so that, that was that was, a, that was a key indicator as well. That I was able to keep drinking and stuff like that. But, but from start um, to finish, it was over two weeks. Two to two and a half weeks, Joe, yeah. I mean, that's a long time. Like, most people's experience of the flu is maybe seven days in total. Yeah. But, you you, you know, it, you, my symptoms started to, to go after about a week. But you still had the, the lethargicness there. You're still... Yeah, you're the still fatigue, apparently, is quite um, tough. It is It is tough. Um, and you, you'd, you'd know it as well, and as I say... You know, you had to listen to your body, and your, your body says stop. You just needed to stop, get the rest in, and once you had a couple of hours sleep, you were you were back. Not normal, but you know, you were back to, to, to functioning. We're but chatting to Jerry McNamara about uh, coming through COVID nineteen and the practicalities then of self isolating. How you got your food and the like. Yeah, that was um, like something out of prison in a cell block cage, Joe. Uh, my my meals were left outside the door of the bedroom, um, on a tray. So the lads would tell me, does your, does your dinner is outside the door, your breakfast is outside the door, come out, have it, bring it into the room, have it and bring it back out. Over the, the, the empty tray and dishes and the whole lot like that. And I had one set of, of, of um, dishes and cutlery that was assigned just to me and that would be washed in every night um, religiously, just scrub clean, blah, blah, blah. Uh, were you texting or on FaceTime even within the house? Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, because there's a little bit of a tickle in the throat still. Um, if WhatsApp, yeah, WhatsApp and the, the WhatsApp family group, so I was messages through that, you know. Um, but still, obviously, you could talk through the door like that. But, you know, I, could, I just couldn't take the chance of going out, Joe, and possibly passing it on. Of course not, yeah. And, Ger, how were you sleeping during all of this? I slept like a baby because I had no energy situation. Uh and I, I slept I slept very well. I was sleeping for twelve, fourteen hours a day. Really? Um yeah, uh, you, you, you needed to sleep, you know. And things like, you know, washing and brushing your teeth, the day to day things? Um, I continued on as normal Joe. I got up in the morning, uh, when I had the energy. I got dressed for work as if I was going to work. Uh had a shower done all the usual bits and pieces like that. And that was I think was 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 key as well to try and keep life as normal as you can. You know, get up as if you're going to work, carry out your normal routine. 
uh, and when you need to stop, you need to stop, you know. This sounds like it isn't something that anyone would want to get. And I think we heard yesterday in the uh, national figures that there was another death in the 15 to 24 age group. Yeah, that, that, that is scary to hear, Joe. And all the statistics are, are very scary and not nice to, to listen to, you know. Um, but, but I think we have a very good chance of coming out of this, you know, if, if we follow the guidelines. And as I said, you know, they are there for a reason. It's not easy, believe me. This is the toughest thing that I've ever had to do. Is to, you know, you're 24 seven inside in inside in one room. Uh, there's only so much TV you can watch and stuff like that, you know. Uh, but again, we just got to get through it. Yeah. Um, Long term, do you think there will be a vaccine? Well, hopefully, there's a talk about that it could be could be 12 months away now. As we know. There are limited people involved in, in the search for the vaccine. Hopefully, we will find one, Joe. But we have to remain positive. We have to keep thinking positive. Uh, and as I said, there are good stories will come out of this when people are surviving it. It's not all doom and gloom. And it's important that we spread that message as well, that it isn't all doom and gloom, Joe, you know. And I, I'm, a, I'm a testament to that. You know, we can survive this, you know. Mm. And, Ger, the thing is, you had done everything right uh, in terms uh, of avoiding COVID-19, hadn't you? Yeah, that was a big shock. I had, uh, I was I was very good at hand hygiene, at social distancing, gloves, the whole bit. But it's very hard to tell where you actually get it from. It could be anything from a walk the dog, passing somebody. Uh, it, it's inside in the shop. It could be anything, you know. Very, very hard to tell. And I was lucky, Joe. I had... Um, very few symptoms, very few symptoms indeed, you know. Mm. I think one of the toughest parts for people is that normally we'd be coming out of the winter and into the summer, you know, Riverfest would be happening this Maybank holiday weekend and uh, people almost need the summer to get through the winter and yet this disease is with us now as we head into the summer. It is, Joe, yeah, and I found that tough as well, you know, being inside here in the bedroom. Uh, looking out the window at the fantastic weather that was there. Um, your first your first inclination is I'd love to get out there and start cutting the grass or, or do something like that and it's very tough looking out at it. Um, but again, you know, if people stick to, you know, the 2K limit, the 2 kilometer limit, they can still get out. Social distancing, minimum 2 metres distance. Uh, and I think we're going to end up wearing masks, I think, inside the shops and stuff like that. But but again, it's ninety-nine um, percent of this stuff, Joe. It's, it's common sense. It's people just, you know, think before you do anything. Do you need to go out? If you do, just make sure it's a essential trip. And if you do go out, keep the social distancing. Okay. Well, it means a lot when the advice is coming from someone who has come through COVID nineteen. And delighted to be able to say that, Chair. Uh, you're certainly sounding a lot better. Uh, are you back at work? Well, I'm not back 100% of work. I'm still remotely working from home, Joe. Um, but I'd say next week I'll be, I'll be back 100%. Still, still doing my, 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 my daily, my daily workload. Um, tiredness has, has eased up a bit, but we can do a lot remotely as well, you know. Okay. Well, listen, um, your friends around Limerick will be delighted to hear you and in good form uh, this morning. And thanks very much for telling us your story and giving people a, a little bit of hope in, in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic as well. Uh, Ger McNamara, really appreciate your time. Thank you, Joe, and stay safe out there. Thanks, Joe. Take care. 
Call Limerick today now on 461995.